Hello and welcome to Voices in Innovation from GigaOM. I'm Johnny Baldisberger, your host, and today with me, I am joined by Enrico Signoretti, GigaOM analyst on all things data storage. Uh, Enrico, it's been a while since you've been on. Uh, I know you've uh, gotten a new house that you're slowly building into the perfect data storage palace. Uh, but we've missed you on the show, and I think the viewers have missed you too. You've written a few uh, reports since you've been on, and so uh, we, I wanted to have you on to talk about those. Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me again on the show. I miss it, you too. The report we're going to talk about today, the key criteria for evaluating scale-out file storage. Now, Enrico, this report came out uh, at the end of June, and I kind of just want to start right at the beginning, right at the top. What exactly is scale-out file storage? Well, scale-out file storage is uh, a very modern way to think about storage. Instead of having uh, a single system that is uh, uh, organized uh, with uh, internal resources, in a scale-up fashion. So to expand the system, you keep adding uh, additional resources, GPU, CPU, RAM, uh, disks, everything inside the, the, the system. And when it's clear that it's going to be full, the only thing that you can do is to buy a bigger system. And this, of course, uh, uh, create a lot of issues like migrations, additional costs to uh, for service interruptions sometimes and so on. Okay, there are a lot of technology to mitigate this, but actually it's a pain in the neck. Many systems now, especially file storage system, are scaled out. Okay, so you start with a small system built out of uh, a number of nodes. So each node will bring something to the, to the system. I mean, uh, CPU, memory, connectivity, and, uh, and this. And when you want to add additional resources, you just uh, add a new node. This system is also defined uh, in another way. So while the scale-up is uh, vertical scaling, uh, scale-out is horizontal scale. So you just keep adding additional resources made of small nodes. And all, all of them contribute to the overall system performance and capacity. At the end of the day, this is a system, this is a way a better way to build uh, large-scale infrastructures. Correct me if I'm wrong, Enrico. It sounds from that like scale-out file storage is very modular and very customizable to your specific needs. Yes, I mean, it really depends on the architecture of the product. But, uh, of course, uh, in modern uh, architecture design, we find uh, that we can mix nodes for, uh, from different generations. So you, you buy your storage today and maybe you will expand it in six months from now, one year from now, or even more. You want to be sure to have, uh, uh, you know, the, to buy the latest uh, uh, technology available. And uh, there are mechanisms to take advantage of this. So probably the, uh, the nodes that you will buy next year will have uh, larger hard drives, larger flash memory devices in, in it, and probably faster CPUs and even sometimes connectivity, but there is a load balancing mechanism that helps to organize data in the right way so that uh, even if uh, a node is larger, data protection is uh, assured and uh, as well as performance. 
In your evaluation metrics uh, for this report, you list scalability, which sounds to me like that's the point of a scale-out file storage. Uh, flexibility, again, which kind of seems baked into the, the reason you would go out uh, with scale-out file storage. Then you mentioned performance and system lifespan. Uh, and I'm a little curious about that. What really affects a storage system's uh, performance? What, what are the parameters you look at when you're looking at things like performance? Well, we, we are uh, again talking about the overall system design here. Performance is important even if we are, we are talking about very large capacities. In some cases, it's uh, uh, one of the most important metrics because if you think about HPC, AI, uh, big data workloads, you don't need only capacity, but actually you need a lot of performance as well. So performance can be delivered in several different ways. Modern file systems can be optimized for large blocks, so large files usually, sequential writes, or there are systems that can be optimized for uh, several workloads uh, concurrently. So you can have some application that work on small files at the same time, large files, so this is part of the flexibility of the system, but actually uh, it also impacts the performance, overall performance. There are a lot of metrics to evaluate when you check on this kind of storage. And, uh, and now we have a lot of technology that can contribute uh, to, the, to the performance of the system. You have always checked if all these technologies are implemented in, uh, in the product you're buying and how. Let's, uh, let's jump down a little bit to the table stakes. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show or need a refresher, the table stakes are the things that a technology is required to have for us to consider it viable on today's market. Uh, for instance, air conditioning in a car in Texas uh, is a table stake. You, it, you have to have it or the car is not a viable means of transportation here. Um, and I think most of it's very uh, self-explanatory. File protocols, data services, flexible licensing and support. You have here listed two-tier architecture. What is two-tier architecture and why is it so important to scale out file storage? We have a, an old uh, uh, report that I wrote last year about two-tier architecture. Uh, most of the architecture in the, in the scale-out file storage, but more in general, probably everywhere so in, in the storage space, is, uh, is now uh, a very well consolidated way to treat storage. So you have a fast tier and a slow tier. Usually the slow tier has a, best, uh, has a better dollar per gigabyte. And you want to mix the two of them because you can't uh, uh, build a, a very scalable file system that doesn't take into account the dollar per gigabyte because you're also dealing with the large capacities. So you need mechanisms to have a, a flash in the front end so you can write and read data very quickly, but actually not all of your data is active. So Debecan uh, needs to organize data in the right way, position it uh, where it belongs. So if you are accessing something very often it will be on the first year, so probably flash memory. 
or even obtain if it's if it's not uh, so hot the data is automatically migrated uh, on uh, on disk or even object storage and uh, there are several implementation vendors talk about different techniques of course but the, this is the basic mechanism you can uh, you can have you know huge cache systems or a multi-tier system in uh, implemented automatic tiering there are several techniques to uh, to produce this kind of mechanism but actually the result from the front end is that you write and read uh, uh, fast on average and you develop capacity on uh, on a slower media and cheaper media of course fascinating uh and definitely it, it makes sense you want the things that you access often to be lightning fast that you can access them uh without any latency essentially and the things that you don't need on a daily basis uh you really just need to store that and to have it there accessible if you need it, but not like that. Um, so that all makes perfect sense to me. Let's talk a little bit about key criteria. Uh, in this report, you have mentioned integration with object storage, integration with public cloud, new flash memory devices, system management, and data management. Uh, I get, again, my first question, and it's, I think I ask this almost every time I read a report, what about these makes them not table stakes? Um, why are these the, the places where companies can really differentiate themselves? Well, every year we evaluate what is uh, available in the market, what are the user needs, and we compile this list. Okay. And uh, to make it, so these are the features that are still making a difference. And, um, and it's very important to evaluate them carefully because it could change the overall TCL of the system. And uh, it could make a difference uh, in how you operate the system uh, and so on. So for example, take one of them, I mean, integration with the public cloud. Okay, everybody is talking about building or they are already building uh, hybrid infrastructures. Why? Because sometimes you need a, a service that is available only in the cloud or you need to migrate data back and forth between the cloud and your premises or you want the same identical technology because you don't want uh, a, a difference in how you operate the system or even uh, uh, you know, you automated a lot of processes and you want just to have the same identical platform in another environment to replicate what you did. So uh, the integration between uh, on-premises and cloud uh, uh, infrastructures is important. The easiest way to do it is to have all the services and maybe even the, the product that is available in both environments. So th this is becoming really important for many organizations. And especially with scale-out storage, file storage, and all the service provided move very late with the file storage in the cloud, uh, it's important because, uh, yeah, they are catching up, but actually uh, there are several solutions out there that are still better than what a native cloud uh, solution can provide. And in this case, native, native 
cloud is native cloud provider solution can provide. Sure. And let's go down to new flash memory devices. This seems like the easiest item in this report to uh, for the information to become outdated uh, because technology is constantly in flux, always evolving. Uh, new flash memory devices, that seems like it would be an ever-rotating door of change. So <laughs> how do we, yes how do no. we evaluate I mean, what they need? So that in, in the report, I specifically uh, talk about Intel Optane and NVMe flash memory. Okay. These are, uh, sorry, QLC and uh, flash memory. So these are two ends of the spectrum when you talk about uh, flash memory. And the uh, Optane is not even uh, something you consider flash memory, okay? It's, it's something in between the uh, RAM and the, and the flash memory. So it's faster, it's more durable. In many applications, it, it helps to remove uh, non-volatile uh, DIMMs, which are very expensive and are not uh, uh, standard components, okay? And uh, and on the other side of the spectrum, you have QLC. This media is um, is very cheap uh, flash memory device with a large capacity, but uh, very little endurance as well. So when you start to look into this device, there are some very very neat features that they have, but at the same time, there are a lot of uh, uh, potential uh, risks in, in using it. So the vendor has to design or optimize the solution to take full advantage of it without showing uh, the trade-offs. And uh, it's not, it's tricky, especially for QLC. And so why I'm saying this is important because we are moving uh, very quickly to an all flash, uh, no, sorry. We are moving very quickly to uh, all flash systems, uh, but they they need to stay be they need to stay competitive with uh, with other types of systems. So delivering performance, but actually not break uh, quickly. And so it, it's uh, it's again it's a complicated matter. But uh, but the idea is that uh, the system, the product that can uh, the product can take advantage of this, um, sorry, the product that take advantage of this uh, technology is uh, better positioned uh, in, uh, in a lot of use cases. Speaking of positioning, uh, the, the scale out, we're talking about the key criteria of evaluating scale out file storage. However, that's just one of a series of reports on scale out file storage. We also have the GigaOM radar for evaluating file file <laughs> scale out file storage. I sorry, if you say the names of the reports often enough, words lose meaning. Um, yeah. And I have that open right now. This report had maybe the most vendors of any report we've done so far. Um, the GigaOM radar kind of was like an anthill with all of these uh, vendors on it. And what I found interesting is there wasn't a single vendor of all of these vendors listed in the new entrance ring. 
we have challengers, we have leaders. Um, there's a lot, just overhead glance, there's a lot of innovation going on. Uh, there's a lot of maturity that exists. Um, why is this, why is the market for scale out file storage so saturated? What, uh, what makes it so competitive and how are these various companies really, uh, pushing forward and pushing ahead of the pack? Well, I have to say that you're right. I mean, uh, maybe when we uh, started uh, to build this radar, okay, I wanted to uh, make it more zoomed out, but I found that it was complicated to define some of this company new entrants. I mean, even the real new entrants, think about best data, for example, they have a, a solution that is in the market for uh, 18 months now. Uh, and uh, and actually they are very very well funded they are growing like crazy and their solution is very innovative okay how can i put them in the new entrance they are already redefining some of the basic concept of uh, of storage uh, and looking at what they're doing they are doing it successfully so uh, and this is just an example there are many of these new startup thinking differently than than in the past uh, uh, proposing a scale-out system that uh, is uh, both uh, uh, convenient from the dollar per gigabyte point of view, but also from the performance point of view and uh, dollar per IOPS point of view. So there is a lot of innovation in this space. There is a lot of funding. And also there is uh, a lot of interest uh, from end users. You know, everybody's experiencing uh, an impressive data group. So uh, this is why there are so many vendors. There are some vendors that are more specialized and you find them in the outer circle. Uh, so they, they are more, not just niche players, but actually they have a limited feature set or they do not provide all the, uh, all the features that we evaluated in the, in the report. But actually it's not that they are not interested, it's that they are focused is more narrower than somehow. And if you look at this GigaOM radar, you'll see that most, I would say most of these vendors are in that leader category. Uh, there's a lot of people doing a lot of great things with scale out file storage. And in fact, we also have a few uh, vendor profiles for a few of these vendors as well. So you can find out everything you want to find out. Uh, Enrico, is there anything else you'd like to kind of leave off with the with these reports? Anything you'd like people to know? Why would it be important for you know CTOs and uh, and engineers to know all of this information? Well, there are a couple of things. One is yes, as you as you said, this report is very crowded, but actually, if you take a look at the radar, it's also very distributed. So comparing this, this uh, solution is not always easy. You can find uh, uh, solutions that are more in the focus on HPC AI workload, uh, others that are more general purpose, even if they are scale out, uh, they are meant to be more on the commercial HPC side, more on the uh, enterprise use cases. And, uh, and also there are these specialized uh, solutions that are very cool, but uh, they can't uh, 
be defined uh, in uh, other uh, categories that I already mentioned. So it's uh, this is why you have this uh, information. And of course, uh, why it is important. It is important because, you know, things have changed quickly and uh, practically every organization now has a lot of data. Okay, it's an important asset for everybody. And uh, finding uh, even small organization with more than one petabyte online is no longer difficult. I mean, uh, a few years ago, we were talking about uh, uh, the terabytes is the new gigabyte. <laughs> but now we are, we, are, we are thinking about the petabyte is the new terabyte. So this is why this, this report is very important and all the uh, IT managers and executives should take a look into this kind of uh, architecture. Fantastic. And, you know, I I've said this before. I want to say it again. This proves... Uh, and this is a great example of the fact that you can't just go into a market, look for the biggest numbers or the best price and say, okay, I'll get that. There are so many different factors to consider and you really need to tailor the solutions you get for your needs as a, uh, as a, <laughs> you really need to pick the solution that fits your specific needs as an organization. And that's really what these reports are all about. They're about finding you the best solution uh, to succeed. You can find both of these reports online, both the key criteria for evaluating scale-out file storage and the GigaOM radar for scale out file storage uh they go together you can buy one report or subscribe to the entire body of uh gigaohm research which will get you not only both these reports and the vendor profiles but the entire body of enrico's work on data storage you can become an expert on data storage just through the i don't know 5,000 reports enrico has written uh, <laughs> <laughs> or something insane like that um, but you would also get the reports from Ned Bellavance, Chris Grundeman, David Linthicum on all the topics that we cover at GigaOM, which is a lot. So I really want to encourage you to do that. Enrico, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Johnny. It was uh, my pleasure. Um, and we'll have you back very soon to talk about your, uh, your newest report uh, that's coming out any minute now the key criteria for evaluating Kubernetes data protection. Uh, but until then, have a wonderful day. And for everyone out there, I'm Johnny Baldisberger for GigaOM, and this has been Voices in Innovation. Bye-bye. Just listen.